my dear brothers and sisters, Christ our Lord has risen today. Alleluia, alleluia. Alleluia, alleluia. I want to hear a higher and louder alleluia. Alleluia, hallelujah. Amen. And so, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. For Jesus has risen never to die again. After this solemn mood that we had in the last few days, it is time to rejoice, my dear brothers and sisters. At the entrance of the shrine of the Holy Sepulchre in Jerusalem, that is the tomb, the sepulchre is the tomb where Jesus was buried. The shrine that was built there, there is placed a note that says, he is not here. Even yesterday's gospel tells us the same. The Lord is no more in the tomb. Thus, Jesus worked the most important miracle in his life. Defying the laws of nature and proving that he is God. And so we rejoice at this great and unique event by celebrating Easter. Therefore, Easter is the greatest and the most important feast in the church. For it marks the birthday of our eternal hope. By his resurrection this Easter, Jesus makes a very important statement. That is, he is both the Lord of the living and the Lord of the dead. We die with him through our Lenten observances and in our baptism. So let us rise with him to the power of the Holy Spirit, which Romans chapter 8 verse 11 says, the same power that resurrected him is capable of resurrecting each and every one of us. This Easter day, we are also called to join Paul in giving thanks to God, who in his greatest mercy has given us a new birth by rising and raising Christ from the dead, according to Acts chapter 2, verse 42 to 43. So the death of Christ was ours. Also, his resurrection, glory, and triumph are equally ours. Christ did not put us to shame. Rather, we now have a sure hope in an inheritance that can never be destroyed. For the resurrection of Christ is the basis of our Christian faith. It proves that Jesus is Lord. That is why St. Paul writes, If Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain, and your faith is in vain. And if Christ has not been raised, then your faith is a delusion, and you are still lost in your sins. My dear brothers and sisters, in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, and the first fruit of those who have fallen asleep. 
1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 14, 17, and 20. In the words of the Catechism of the Catholic Church, the resurrection of Jesus is the crowning truth of our faith in Christ. A faith believed and lived as the central truth by the first Christian community, handed on as fundamental by tradition, established by the documents of the New Testament and preached as an essential part of the Paschal mystery along with the cross. Catechism of the Catholic Church, number 638. And so, my dear brothers and sisters, having been raised with Christ, we must act like the living and not the dead. This is because we share in the new life of Christ. So, now we must seek the things of light, things that are noble, true, just, and things that glorify God. We must seek heavenly things by living like freed people and citizens of heaven. This is what Paul tells us to do in today's second reading. For he says, since you have been brought back to true life with Christ, seek the things that are in heaven where Christ is. Through this, my dear brothers and sisters, Paul calls us to be aware of our new and exalted position in Christ. And so let us be happy and rejoice today for what God has done for us in Christ. My dear people of God, Easter reminds us that life is worth living. It is our belief in the represence of the risen Lord, in our souls, in his church, in the blessed sacrament, and in heaven that gives meaning to our personal as well as our communal prayers. Our trust in the all-pervading presence of the risen Lord gives us strength to fight against temptation and freedom from unnecessary worries and fears. For my dear brothers and sisters, the prayer of St. Patrick, the Apostle of Ireland, says, Christ before me, Christ beside me, Christ within me, never part. So, we cannot keep on looking and wondering at the empty tomb, like how the disciples were initially looking and wondering at the empty tomb. Yes, initially, the disciples wondered about the empty tomb until their encounter with the risen Christ in the upper room. We too, my dear people of God, may wonder about the message of the empty tomb and might even be tempted to linger in that empty tomb because the empty tomb distracts us. In that empty tomb, we may look for security in earthly riches and forget that our eternity is with the risen Christ. In that empty tomb, we may want to hold on to our pride and ego and forget that humility and simplicity is what we really need to let go. In that empty tomb, 
we may want to wallow in our disappointments, frustrations, angers, and resentment, and forget that Jesus, our risen Lord, wants to give us peace, joy, and contentment. Easter reminds us that every Good Friday in our life will have an Easter Sunday. So each time we display our love for others, my dear brothers and sisters, we share in the resurrection. Each time we face a betrayer with, of trust and with God's grace, forgive the betrayer and forget the offense, we share in the risen Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ. Each time we fail in our attempt to ward off temptation, but keep on trying to overcome them, we share in the resurrection. Each time we continue to hope, even when our hopes seem unanswered, we share in the power of our Lord's resurrection. In short, my dear brothers and sisters, the message of Easter is that nothing can destroy us, not pains, sin, rejection, betrayal, or even death. Because Christ has conquered all these, we too can conquer them, only if we put our trust and faith in him. Easter, my dear brothers and sisters, calls us to be transparent Christians, showing others through our life of love, mercy, compassion, and self-sacrificing service that the reason, at the risen Lord, Jesus is living in our hearts. Our conviction about the presence of the risen Lord in our neighbors, brothers and sisters, and in all those we come in contact with should encourage us to, re to respect them and to render them loving, humble, selfless service. And so, my dear people of God, Jesus is calling us to look up and head towards the upper room. It is not the, that upper room that the disciples once gathered. It is that upper room in heaven where Jesus Christ prepared a home for each and every one of us. So, let us move on from that empty tomb to the upper room where we will sing Alleluia's forever. My dear people of God, let us sing with the psalmist on this glorious day of Easter. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made, that the Lord has made. We will rejoice, we will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. And so, my dear brothers and sisters, let us ask for the grace to enter into the joys of Jesus himself the seed that fell to the ground and died 
risen and is now bearing abundant fruit, full of new lives in you and me, through Christ our Lord. Amen.